This installment of Bach on Wednesday was prepared for release on Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. Greetings. This is Terry Noeltow, and this is Bach on Wednesday, a series of internet broadcasts that are being circulated online by the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture, a not-for-profit entity in the state of Connecticut. And, as I try to say every time I record one of these internet broadcasts, I try to remember to express my profound gratitude to Lin Yen, the charismatic, charming, and dynamic executive director of the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture, and her associate, Jose Vega, for all of the encouragement and support that they so generously provide. Today, we are going to return to the topic of the Bach on Wednesday that I prepared for release on Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. Because March is International Women's Month, I devoted that internet broadcast to Bach as performed by worthy woman artists. I barely scratched the surface. And today, round two, I am sure that there will be more. I suspect that some of you will recall one of the last performances that I presented on March 16th, a simply thrilling interpretation of the cantata Jauxit Gott in Allen London, BWV 5-1, which featured the unsurpassable artistry of the great United States of American soprano Eileen Farrell and her partner in that enterprise was the remarkable trumpet player Robert Nagel. Ever since I finished that broadcast, it has rankled me that I did not include the second cantata that was on that second half of the concert that the Bach Aria Group gave in Town Hall in New York City on December 10th, 1952. I am now going to pick up that loose end, particularly since I had not showcased the marvelous singing of the contralto in the Bach Aria group in those days, the distinguished United States of American Carol Smith, who was a regular at the Metropolitan Opera and appears in a commercial recording of 
Mascagni's La Cavalleria Rusticana. The concluding concert on that concert that the Bach Aria Group gave under the direction of its founder and initial administrative director, William H. Scheide, ended with the cantata in Allen Meinen Taten, BWV 97, in which all of the Bakari group members appeared, including all four of the singers who were regular members of the group. Eileen Farrell, soprano, Carol Smith, contralto, Jan Pierce, tenor, who gives an amazing performance of the tenor recitative and aria. And in the aria, he is partnered by the remarkable Maurice Wilk, who was the first regular violin member in the Bach aria group. Carol Smith also has a beautiful alto, and there is lovely music for the bass baritone Norman Farrow as well. The only member of the Bach Ari group that doesn't appear in this performance is the flutist, Julius Baker. The continuo group is made up of cellist Bernard Greenhouse and pianist Eric Itorkan. The remaining member of the Bach Aria group is Robert Bloom, one of the finest oboists of the 20th century and one of the two members of the Bach Aria group that was with Bill Scheide from the first year to the year in which Bill retired. So, here, recorded in concert in Town Hall in New York City on December 10th, 1952, the Bach Group, the Bach Aria Group Chorus and Orchestra, in Johann Sebastian Bach's Cantata in Allen Meinen Taten, BWV 97. <laughs>
Recorded in concert in Town Hall in New York City on December 10th, 1952, nearly 70 years ago, Johann Sebastian Bach, the cantata in Allen Meinen Taten, BWV 97. The Bach Aria Group, the Bach Aria Group Orchestra, and the Bach Aria Group Chorus were conducted by Frank Brief in the concerted numbers. The members of the Bach Aria Group who participated in that performance were Eileen Farrell, soprano, Carol Smith, contralto, Jan Pierce, tenor, Norman Farrow, bass, baritone, Maurice Wilk, violin, Robert Bloom, oboe, Bernard Greenhouse, cello, Eric Etorkan, piano. The only member of the Bacchari group who wasn't involved in that performance was the Bacchari group flutist, Julius Baker. The second oboist, was Harry Shulman. Carol Smith was succeeded as 
contralto in the Bach aria group by the Canadian contralto Maureen Forrester. A wonderful singer and a wonderful, fun human being. I first encountered Maureen at the Festival Casals de Puerto Rico in 1967, and we became friends. In 1971 or 72, I forget which, after which she had been a member of the Bahari group for several years, I was home for spring holiday from law school, but had to go back to Charlottesville to the University of Virginia before the Bach Aria Group's concert took place. So, Mr. Scheide, he was still Mr. Scheide then, uh, invited me to come to the rehearsals, which I did. And one of the compositions that Maureen sang it unfortunately was not recorded, was Widerstehe doch der Sünde, the alto solo cantata, BWV 54. And as you may remember from my description of the piece on the first installment of Bach on Wednesday that was devoted to performances by great women artists, I explained the peculiar reality of Widerstehe doch der Sünde, namely that because of the exceedingly high pitch of the organ in Weimar, which provided the continual realization, the cantata was scored a minor third low. In E minor, when it was intended to sound in G minor. Well, Maureen was asked to sing it at pitch. She had the work in her repertory, and this she did. She got to that point in the recitative that connects the two arias that goes to the bottom of the contralto register. She made it work, finished it, and said, Jesus, that was low! I recall that Maureen lobbied to have the cantata performed at the correct Weimar Court Chapel high choir pitch since I wasn't at the performance, I can't tell you whether or not she got her way. I do, however, have a marvelous recording of Widerstehe, Dr. Zünde, BWV 54, that Maureen made with, with E. Solisti Zagreb under the direction of Antonio Yanigro.
sonst ergreife dich ihr Gift, sonst ergreife dich ihr
So satisfying, Maureen Forrester, accompanied by Isolisti di Zagreb under the direction of Antonio Yanigro. The harpsichordist was Anton Heiler. Another Bach alto solo cantata that Maureen Forrester kept in her repertory was the cantata. BWV 169, Gott soll allein mein Herz haben. It opens with a sinfonia for obligato organ, strings, and continuo. In this performance, once again, Maureen is partnered by Isolisti di Zagreb, conducted by Antonio Yanigro. The organist is Anton Heiler. The harpsichordist is Anna Heiler.
aber ist der Quell mit Strömen angefüllt. Das schöpf ich, was mich alle Zeit ganz satzam und wahrhaftig laben. Gott soll allein, Gott soll allein, Gott soll allein, allein mein Herz Thank you. 
Maureen Forrester was accompanied by Isolisti di Zagreb under the direction of Antonio Yanigro in that performance of Johann Sebastian Bach's cantata for alto solo, BWV 169, Gott soll allein mein Herz haben. The organist was Anton Heiler, the harpsichordist was Anna Heiler. The English contralto, Dame Janet Baker, who was born in 1933 and is still going, at 88 going on 89, also sang Bach solo cantatas. Her most memorable contribution to the recorded repertory is the first recording of the alternate version of the cantata Ich habe genug, BWV 82, for alto rather than bass soloist. This version is based on not only the two versions for bass that Bach prepared, but also the two versions for soprano. So, one can't really say that it's an authorized alternate, but as far as I am concerned, it passes muster. In this performance, which was recorded in 1966, Dame Janet Baker is accompanied by the Bath Festival Orchestra, conducted by Yehudi Menuhin.
Ich von meines Leibes könnte. 
Johann Sebastian Bach, Ich habe genug, BWV 82, a cantata for the Feast of the Purification, first performed in Leipzig on February 2nd, 1727. As I said, there are four versions of it, two for bass and two for high voice. Janet Baker, in that performance, sang the second of the two high-voice versions, which is in C minor, the same key as the bass version. So, as it happens, it lies gratefully for alto, although it often is said to be for soprano, as I said at the outset. My bad. In that performance, which was recorded in July of 1976, the oboist is not identified. It may well have been the all-too-short-lived Janet Craxton, who was the principal oboist in the Bath Festival Orchestra and died too young in 1981 at the age of 51. The Bath Festival Orchestra was conducted by Yehudi Menuhin. The version of Ichaba Genuch, BWV 82, that Johann Sebastian Bach made for soprano for use in 1730 or 1731, is in E minor, and it calls for flute rather than oboe. This alternate version for soprano has been recorded more than once, but far and away the finest performance is the recording that was made in the Funkhaus Sendesaal in Cologne, Germany, in April of 1999. The soprano, one of the greatest voices of my generation, Emma Kirkby, Dame Emma Kirkby, although she was not yet then Dame Emma Kirkby. A fabulous singer and a lovely person, too, with a wonderful sense of humor. I've had the pleasure of dining with her a couple of times and hearing her in recital more than once as well. In this performance of the first high voice version of Ich habe genug, BWV 82B, Emma Kirkby is the soprano soloist. Carl Kaiser plays the obligato part on the flute. And the Freiburger Baroque Orchestra, which plays on authentic instruments, is under the direction of Gottfried von der Goltz.
recorded in the Zendeszel of the Funkhaus in Köln, Cologne, Germany, during sessions held between March 30th and April 2nd, 1999. Johann Sebastian Bach, Ich habe genug, BWV 82B, the earlier of the two high voice versions that he made of that magnificent cantata for the 2nd of February, 1727, the Feast of the Purification. The flutist was Karl Kaiser, and Gottfried von der Goltz conducted the Freiburger Baroque Orchestra, which plays on authentic instruments. The sacred cantata that I especially associate with Emma Kirkby is the cantata for soprano, oboe, strings, and basso continuo. Mein Herz schwimmt im Blut, BWV 199, by Johann Sebastian Bach. I always will remember, for purely personal reasons, the magnificent performance that she gave of it in Houston, Texas, at the conference of the American Bach Society some 20 years ago. Here she is with Katharina Arfgen Oboe and the Freiburger Baroque Orchestra once again under the direction of violinist Gottfried von der Goltz singing Mein Herz schwimmt im Blut BWV 199 by Johann Sebastian Bach.
the amazing Emma Kirkby. Johann Sebastian Bach Mein Herze schwimmt im Blut BW199 How amazing it is that a cantata that opens with an accompanied recitative to such gruesome words My heart swims in blood ends with an euphoric, ecstatic aria. Wie freudig ist mein Herz. How happy is my heart. That reality tells one a lot about the nature of Bach's belief. Incredible. In that performance, which was recorded in the Funkhaus Sendesaal in Cologne, Germany, in sessions held between March 30th and April 2nd, 1999, Emma Kirkby was partnered by oboist Katharina Arfgen and the Freiburger Baroque Orchestra, which plays authentic instruments, as does, of course, Ms. Arfkin, were under the direction of Gottfried von der Goltz. One of my favorite recorded performances from Emma Kirkby, now Dame Emma Kirkby, is her realization of the role of Lieschen, the coffee-addicted daughter of Herr Schlendrian, the big schlumpf, who is the patriarch in the coffee cantata. Bach's cantata en burlesque, as his librettist called it, that was composed and first performed in 1732. She is partnered by the bass David Thomas and Rogers Covey Crump tenor participates as the narrator and also in the trio at the end. The instrumentalists, members of the Academy of Ancient Music, directed from the harpsichord by Christopher Hogwood, playing a harpsichord built in 1766 by Jacob Kirkman. Schweicht Stille, plaudert nicht. The Coffee Cantata, BW211, by Johann Sebastian Bach. Plaudert nicht und höret, was jetzt und geschicht. Da kömmt Herr Schlendrian mit seiner Tochter Lieschen her. Er brummt ja wie ein Seidelbär. Hört selber, was sie ihm getan. 
Wenn du mir nicht den Kopf verlässt, so sollst du auf keine Hochzeitsfest auch nicht spazieren gehen. Ach ja, nur lasset mir den Kopf Da hab ich nun den kleinen Affen. Ich will dir keinen Fischweinrock nach jetzt weiter schaffen. Ich kann mich leicht dazu verstehen. Du sollst nicht an das Fenster treten und keinen Sinn vorübergehen. Ach, dieses, doch seid nur gebeten und lasset mir den Kopf stehen. Du sollst auch nicht von meiner Hand ein Silber oder goldenes Band auf deiner Haube kriegen. Ja, ja. Alles zu. zu
dass dein Vater spricht. Den Atem nur den Kopf Wohl an, so musst du dich bequemen, auf niemals einen Mann zu nehmen. Ach ja, Schwöre, dass es nicht geschieht. Bis ich den Kopf lassen kann. Nun, Koffi, bleib nur immer liegen. Herr Vater, hört, ich trinke keinen Licht. Wo sollst du endlich einen kriegen?
alte Schlendrian, wie er vor seiner Tochter Lieschen bald einen Mann verschaffen kann. Doch Lieschen streut heimlich aus, kein Freier komm mir in das Haus, er hab es mir denn selbst versprochen und rück es auch der Ehestiftung ein, das mir erlaubt möge sein, den Koffee, wenn ich will, zu kochen.
don't let anybody ever tell you that Johann Sebastian Bach did not have a sense of humor and a raucous one. One needs to remember in listening to the Coffee Cantata that it was performed in a concert given in a coffee house, and those were the days in which coffee was still, in certain circles, something of a no-no, the way pot, for example, still is today. The soprano, the divine Emma Kirkby, she sang the part of Lysian. David Thomas, the bass, sang the role of Lysian's father, Herr Schlendrian, and the narrator was sung by tenor Rogers Covey Crump. The flute obligato was played by the wonderful Lisa Beznoziuk, and members of the Academy of Ancient Music, one to a part, playing authentic instruments, were directed from a 1766 Jacob Kirkman harpsichord by Christopher Hogwood. In this recording, which was made in St. Barnabas's Church in London, England, in September of 1986. 